It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turbo Drive Live here again on Sega Sonic Radio. Kickstarting your weekend into high and turbo gear on Sega Sonic Radio. Yes. Um, I would like to first say uh, that I will apologize for my terrible memory and terrible kind of like... Um, uh, just my terrible stupidity uh, that I kept on saying the wrong things last week in regards of the anarchy anarchy reigns kind of like uh, information that was going around and I fully apologize for that because I kept on saying Max uh, calling Jack Max and calling the game anarchy rules and god knows what else and I kept on fucking it up so Apologies for my stupidity, because uh, thus my brain needed to be shot many times to comprehend how stupid I was. Keep saying the blasted fucking things over and over and over again, so... Yes. So, anyway. Apologies for that, and we will move on very, very swiftly. So, hello again to the show for this week. And, um... <clears throat> uh, it's been quite a hectic week across the world, pretty much. I mean, it's like the we- the weather has again turned for the worst in many of the places. Not as bad, oh, not as bad as here, uh, up in the Highlands, because it's mainly just windy and wet. There has been a bit of snow, but it's not been bad enough to actually cause major problems. Not to my knowledge, anyway. But. Uh, Else, elsewhere in the world, especially in the states, that uh, the weather has been the worst, the worst for them. So, um, uh, for anyone who's living in the states, hope you wrap it up warm, because frankly, it's just gonna get a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> you know, because we get we we the UK, you know, we were going through it. It was fucking terrible. So, but. Um, Yes, damn Arctic winds, blowing the Arctic Arctic coolness to our quaint society. Um, but yes. Uh, but anyway, anyway, I mean, so not every not everywhere in the states was getting uh, snow blown in um, or frozen solid into ice. Uh, it's only select kind of like. States mainly, mainly a lot in the kind of like east coast. Uh, is it east coast? Yeah, east coast, east coast of uh, uh, the U.S. Mainly, it's, ma- it's mainly mainly a lot a lot of kind of like states that are near the kind of like s- seabed. But anyway, um, so right, what are we gonna do today? Yes. Do you want to know what's happening? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were having... I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> we'll be having uh, Sonic News Rewind coming up very sh- shortly. Um, 
with uh, a good ton of Sonic news, and of course, I will be ranting about something very, uh, very briefly at, right after Sonic News Rewind uh, regarding a certain company who has been dealing with certain merchandise of the Sonic variety, and uh, I will be giving you my two cents and uh, telling you, telling you this, that, and the next thing. Uh, but, um, but yeah, after that, uh, we're gonna have, like, a Turbo Source Impressions revisit, uh, with, uh, uh, this week's, uh, show, because I think I've talked about this game before, but I recently got a hold of it again, and I'm gonna have, like, a little talk about it again, and, uh, talk about my... Uh, kind of like uh, acquisition of it, and uh, how 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 I really wanted to play this uh, game again, and uh, I'll talk about it, and I'll talk about various other things about the game as well. Uh, that uh, sometimes so, sometimes I think you know games good, uh, you know in some bits the game's great, uh, but in other times other things it's just an absolute pain in the backside. But yeah, I will be talking about that very 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 shortly. Uh, right, now, uh, for bringing this into Sonic News... Oh, excuse me. Uh, had supper again, uh, <clears throat> before the show, so, uh, gotta be having a lot of indigestion. Lot of indigestion and hiccups. <laughs> yep, there we go. Um, we have, um, from the, kind of like, uh, OC Remix Vault, uh, of Sonic Songs, uh, we have Libro... Yes, Libro. Lee Brovington, or Bentley Jones, as he wants to call himself again. Uh, with uh, Sonic 3D's uh, Blissful Eruption OC Remix. So, yes. So I'll let you listen to this, and I will see you in roughly about five minutes. Roughly. So enjoy this, and uh, stay tuned for Sonic News Rewind, only on Turbo Drive Live. Only. On Sega Sonic Radio. Keep it real, people.
Sonic News Rewind. Hey, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. And of course, we got Sonic News Rewind kicking starting kicks kick starting your weekend now. Uh, with all the latest news from the past week here on Turbo Drive Live. Yes. So, what has been happening over the last week? Well, during uh, obviously uh, on the weekend, some of the cooler news actually happens. With um, uh, one piece of news uh, from the community blog, of course, is that of the release of Ego Raptors' um, uh, latest awesome cartoon or awesome Flash animation, being out of Awesome Chaotix, which is a awesome parody of Knuckles Chaotix, funnily enough, and I'll, I'll just give you my brief thoughts on it. It is funny in places, but obviously it's going the whole kind of like ghetto route kind of thing, which I think Eagle kind of uses too much, I think. I think I think he just uses, uses the whole kind of like ghetto kind of like thing in his flashes a lot more than he would sh- he really should be using but it, it it makes sense because obviously Chaotix is kind of like a a posse a group kind of like thing so I guess it makes sense but the most funniest one and of course T-Bird who put this up and uh, has actually quoted this on many things uh is the quote where Sonic Sonic does make an uh, doesn't uh, yeah Sonic does make an appearance in in the flash at the beginning and then some uh, and then a little bit later uh where he he meets Charmy who's talking to him and he says uh, sick are you a bee and Charmy tries to respond saying yes uh but then Sonic picks him up puts him in his pa- uh, palm in his hand and he just look at how small you are <laughs> you know and apparently that's apparently <laughs> Adam's uh, favorite quote now so uh, yeah uh, and of course ev- everyone of course Charmy always gets bashed on because he's B and he's Charmy typical um, and ev- every other character is so, uh, over exploited like Espio is like a Espero looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger on steroids. <laughs> no worse. <laughs> no, I think he's I think he's like Scott Steiner on steroids. <laughs> it's bad. It's like put him in a buff kind of like body. Um and the kind of like uncomfortable uh moment in the in the flash is at the very end obviously when Vector gets killed by Mighty when he's trying to grab Vector with the kind of like the claw claw machine, and it kills him for some reason. I don't know. And um, and then Knuckles has a kind of like emotional breakdown, <laughs> mourning the loss of <laughs> Vector, which he calls Vex in the in the sh- in the short. So uh, and there was there was one. Sc- there was like one moment where obviously Knuckles' eyes just turned pure red, like like his pupils like turned red, and it, of course it's symbolizing symbolizing his kind of like uh, sobby face as such. And it was it's hilarious. I'm sorry, it's just it's so hilarious. It, that just what that one screenshot or even the next one is just hilarious. It's just you know just like you know face 
face good, uh, you know, face hilarious, uh, you know, face lols as such. Anyway, but no, my um, overall, it's obviously Eagle Raptors kind of like work with the the awesome cartoons has been slipping a little bit because obviously he's got other things to do really, you know, um, not just continuously do flash animations, which he does a damn fine job now, but for, you know, for the kind of, like, sake of having, making it look good, it has to be short. Like, really short. I mean, you could, you compare, um, any, well, any, well, for, oh, of course, good, uh, good explanation is, or example is Awesome Chaotix. Uh, you compare that to, like, the Metal Gear Awesome shorts, particularly the second one, and you see it's shorter, it's shorter, fair enough, it's like, the quality's worse in the Metal Gear Awesome ones, but um, they're longer, and they have more jokes, and it's much more funnier. Um, but anyway, I'm going, I'm going too deep into it. Uh, let's see what else we had from the community blog, we also had a, an Usher uh, mix with Meteor Herd. I haven't heard it. It uh, it probably sucks. Probably sounds good. I mean, the only mashup I really like uh, is the Fresh uh, Fresh Prince from uh, Fresh uh, Fresh Prince from what was the level it came from? It was from Sonic CD. I can't remember. Can't remember which one it was. Um, but no, it was that one, and it was very cool because it worked well. Um, apparently, someone put up. A mock box art of Sonic the Hedgehog 5? <laughs> okay. Alright, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog 5! Eh, it's kind of odd. Don't know where they're getting Sonic the Hedgehog 5 from. Like, in, like, con- you know, because we still got Sonic 4. <laughs> Sonic 4's not finished yet! <laughs> so what's the point of doing mock art for 5 when there's no... F- when four isn't finished, uh. um. Moving on, Jazzwares actually revealed m- new uh, Sonic 20th anniversary figures and plushes at a recent London toy fair. Now, this toy fair wasn't actually talked about much. Not many people were talking about this, but um, no, Jazzwares Jazzwares was in uh, were in uh, London uh, last week. And it was revealed that uh, they had a new lineup of uh, figurines um, and plushes. The figurines are very interesting because they actually chronicalize different time, uh, different periods of the of uh, Sonic. So obviously they'll have like the classic Sonic from circa 1991, uh, maybe another design like the Sonic Adventure style design in Sonic uh, in Sonic. Uh, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, so that's like 1999, 2000, um, and uh, well, um, and of of course, obviously, to modern day, uh, to recent day, um, with uh, what was it? And with the plushes, there was like a Shadow plush and a Sonic plush that had new tags linked to them. There was also, in the photo that was shown, there was also the Amy plush. I swear to God. I mean, come on. 
I mean, that Amy plush. Now I'm I'm just bitching here, but that Amy plush that was in that photo um, would have would have been, you know, something that would have gone along with the uh, Impact Innovations plush line that was here in the UK because they had that where obviously they were like doing the classic kind of like Sonic plush toys and whatnot and he had Sonic Sonic Tails and uh, Sonic Tails and Knuckles. There was supposed to be an Eggman one, but of course that never got released. Um but what would have been better in its place would would, would have been Amy in her classic style. And that's the and that's the plush that's in that video. Uh, uh in that photo. And um it's really kind of annoying how that plush hasn't been you know, released in this in in the UK. It's been out in the states for quite a while now, and you know, obviously, not many people care about it. But it's classic Amy. I mean, come on, vintage, Vin- you know, vintagey. Is that even a word? I don't know. I'm making it up as I go. Um, but anyway, uh, a lot of people have been talking about it in the um, SSMB, uh, like like badgers, like constantly going on about it. <laughs> it's, it's like, um, everyone's just putting in their status and say, must get figures. They are so cool. And fair enough. Yes, they are. But I'm not really much of a figure fan. I'm, I'm more of a statue fan. And I'm more of a um, plushie fan as well. Uh, because plush, obviously, a lot softer. And statues, a lot more sturdier. Figurines are a lot more... Uh, flimsy, and uh, even even with my collection of the mini figurines done by First Four Figures, uh, the series one and two figurines, it's you know it's hard to just keep them you know have them out. So that's why I always have them still put in their you know kept in their uh, uh, respective uh, packages. Um, excuse me. Uh, where are we? <clears throat> oh, yes. Uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation uh, joined up with Sega to help celebrate a young, ill boy's yeah, dream of having a birthday party with Sonic. Aww. It's, it's, it's things, little things like that that just warms up your heart, doesn't it? Except, unless you're Earthheart, which you're, uh, obviously, you're heartless through and through, so, uh, yeah, makes sense. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, it was Groundhog Day, Hedgehog, slash Hedgehog Day, okay. Uh, and there was mysterious messages hidden in Sega's blog during that day, on the 3rd, where Sonic 4 Episode 1... Uh, well, well, well. It's actually marking Sonic Four Episode One's announcement. So possibly an, another announcement for Episode Two is in the works, and it would be interesting what happens. So yeah, I just wish they would just announce Sonic Four Episode Two right now. I mean, come on. <clears throat> Uh, what else? Uh, so, yeah. Sonic Colors sells nearly 2 million copies worldwide in 2010. 
Yeah, this is the recent uh, figures release from uh, Sega Sammy. Or Sammy Sega. I can't... I don't know who's in control. But uh, recent figures during um, the last nine months uh, in uh, 2010. So that was from like uh, April to, you know, December, I think. Um, basically, every every company's fiscal year starts in pretty much the same time around April um, and um, obviously th- this is just uh, some com- some companies always, uh, kind of like announce their fiscal years uh, in you know to get a rough estimate of what their co- might their, might be their grand profit and whatnot. and Se- uh, Sega Sammy kind of like announced that uh, Sonic Colors on the Wii and the DS and this is going to be combined kind of like uh, you know combined kind of like uh, unit sales uh, saying that Sonic Colors on both the Wii and the DS have totaled up to nearly 2 million copies in the you know in the 2 months that the, it was released so that was during November and December which is quite impressive for Sonic Colors really um, you know I th- I think Sonic Unleashed I don't think it did. I think it only made one million during its two weeks, uh, two, during its two months on uh, release. Uh, particularly, um, and of course, obviously, it was slated by reviews, and uh, it was on quite a lot of more, a lot more co- uh, consoles than on the. Uh, you know that than than Sonic Colors, so it makes sense that Sonic Colors would do a, a lot better than Sonic Unleashed, I would think. Um, other things, uh, yes, uh, what was it? Oh yes, and this was just recently today. Um, well, not only that, Sonic Colors sells nearly two million copies thing, but um, also earlier today. Uh, on Wavemaster Wavemaster Entertainment's website, who are the guys who have mainly been producing uh, the soundtracks for uh, the Sonic games, i.e. Sonic Colors and Sonic Unleashed and pretty much everything from Sonic Adventure 2, I think? I think it was... I think from Sonic Adventure 2 or, so- or Sonic Heroes... At least, but um, yeah, they've been a long time goer of uh, p- producing the Sonic soundtracks um, for the games, uh, Wavemaster. But what they've recently announced is that, uh, or what they've recently put up on their website is a big Sonic 20th anniversary uh, page. So it's going to it's going to show that there is gonna be some special Sonic 20th Sonic 20th anniversary. Um, Kind of like uh, music soundtracks that will be released during the com- uh, during the year uh, that uh, Wavemaster will be producing, which is fantastic. And of of course, on other news, uh, which was this is also covered by T Bird, that um, uh, tomorrow, well, technically by two a.m. tonight or whatever, um, uh, there will be tickets on sale for. 
Crush 40's sec- second performance in, or second live performance in Japan. Is it the second or the third? I think it's the third, actually. No. I think it's the third live performance in Japan. Um, and they are going to be selling the tickets on on a website. The link's in the news story, in the top news story just now for Sonic News. And, uh, what was it? Uh, tickets are going to be on sale for 5,500 yen. And it's going to be in a venue in Japan, obviously. Duh. So, uh, you know, if you live in Japan, or you're going to be traveling to Japan in, I believe, the gigs in April, then, by all means, get yourself a ticket, and get yourself pre-booked to see them live. And, of course, it's also going to have a current bassist uh, of the group. I've forgotten his name. I've totally forgot it. But that, it's also going to be the first uh, kind of like a appearance of him. Um, well, the basis of uh, Crush 40. I can't remember his I really can't remember his name. So I have to enter the story to understand. Takeshi Taneda. Taneda? Taneda. Taneda? Taneda? Oh, whatever. But, uh, yeah, he's the current basis for, uh, uh, for the, uh, for Crush 40. And he, he will be joining Junsunoi and, uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny Giloji. Giel, 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 Um, at the Guilty Life stage between the second and, uh, between the second and third of April, so it'll be two two performances. Yes, two dates, which is cool. Um, yes, yeah, so and uh, tickets are gonna be on sale through Jap- uh, from through Wavemasters website as well. So that's cool. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, that's all in the Sonic news. By God, that was a lot of Sonic news I was talking about. A lot of random stuff I was talking about as well. There's like tons of bollocks. Turbo, stop talking bollocks and talk something about the else. We talk. You talk too much. Ha ha ha. So anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, a lot of people talking. Talking in the IRC. Yeah. Else. Uh, da, da, da. Talking about this, that, and next thing. Oh yes, Dark Overlord. Uh, yeah, uh, title Tempest. I think. I, I think he. I it is correct. I. So yeah, I. I can't. I can't. I can't believe I can remember that. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Um. Anyway, um, so yes, I, I think I was going to say, ah, yes, yes, I remember. In case you haven't noticed with your bank accounts, <laughs> if you've been ordering stuff online, then you must must be realizing that some money has been disappearing. <gasps> what has happened? Well, 
Yeah, if you have been ordering stuff from First Four Figures, uh, particularly that of the exclusive Supersonic statue that they revealed last year, uh, then they have now started taking payments from for the statues um, from their website. Yay! The only problem is, is that it's taking too bloody long. Um, really, I'm really peeved off at how First Four Figures is, you know, how, how their plans of charging and distributing stock that is bought from their website is absolutely asinine. It really, really is. I mean, um, You know, they had they had the details of every single person who pre-ordered it. They had all the information of where they're going to be shipped to. Now, I would think that they had base. Now, they say they have bases for each region, being that of, of course, um, U.S., U.K., Euro- U.K. and Europe, and uh, you know, uh, Asia. You know, and I would think that they would, you know, be quite well prepared to have all this ready and shipped, you know, and sorted. But for some reason, first four figures can't do it right. I mean, because this this was the case on SSMB where a certain member of... Um, certain member of the SSMB had stated that he was charged for two uh, supersonic statues, regular supersonic statues, from PlayAsia. And funnily enough, the ones that he ordered from PlayAsia got to him before the exclusive ones from First Four Figures. What? I mean, I'm sorry, but First Four Figures, you're the guys who are distributing this stuff to, you know, PlayAsia... And they're getting stuff. They're getting the stuff that you send to them out faster than the stuff that you make in your own shop, in your own distribution. What the? F- Annoyance. That is really it is. I mean, I've dealt with kind of like companies before. Um, where they now actually I haven't tried ordering stuff directly from the source, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking. 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 Ding. 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 You are a winner. Uh, sorry. Um. And I'm not talking about uh big corporations. I'm talking about. Uh, and I'm not talking about Highlander the source. <laughs> Because that is crap. Um, but no, I'm talking about like dis- uh, like the actual creators of certain products. Like, for example, Tomy. Uh, or um, Jazzware. Or, uh, of course, big example. Uh, obviously, the one in question, First Four Figures. Now, First Four Figures, I would have I thought that the people who actually make these things would be efficient enough to actually have a decent structure of payment and shipment. Apparently, no. They have no solid structure of how to handle 
demand from their own websites. I mean, what? I mean, they order like uh, what was it? Uh, it was said that um, people in Australia who ordered from Australia, and apparently the person who's talking that started the whole supersonic ship has been start has begun thing uh, is Australian, and the problem is is that um, you know. They do it in an order. They do it in a set order, but they couldn't follow it. Like they just, you know, they had the person who was in Australia. He was the first. He was essentially pretty much the first one, you know, done. And then it was supposed to be like Europe was next. On the second, second came, second went. No payments. Nothing was taken off, took, taken off, or whatever. Nothing was confirmed. You know, at first for frigates, yeah, they they're gonna take our money, but they can't, they can't be, they can't give you the balls to actually, uh, or they don't have the balls to actually say, oh, we're just taking your money now. Is that okay? They don't even send you an oh, an email alert saying, okay, payment has been cleared. We will now be ready to sh- uh, start working on shipment, and that's even worse. After they take the payment, it's another two weeks before they ship the blasted thing. I mean, it was said on their website that the things would be starting to be shipped in January. It's now February. What the hell, first four figures? I mean, seriously? I mean, this is how you treat your customers by not only not meeting to demand... Not meeting to kind of like a, to a you know a good structure. I mean, seriously. I mean, I don't think I've ever ever had this problem with a with any website that I've ordered from. Besides, Forbidden Planet, because Forbidden Planet was an absolute fucking asshole and promised that they would get this the 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 second series of the minifigures from First Four Figures, but they lied, and then obviously they had to give me my money back, which was bollocks. Um, so I'm never gonna fucking buy from them again. Ever. Because they, they fail. They fail in demanding. You know, they fail in demand. You know. And it seems to be the same with First Four Figures themselves. Where they can't... De- you know, they're not mean to the kind of, like, standard that other websites do, like other corporations. Yeah, fair enough. They're not main, They're not a big kind of, like, uh, you know, um, you know, a retailer website. Like, for example, Game or GameStation or Argos or anything like that. But they're still... They still have a website allowing people to buy from them directly. So, really, they should have a... Uh, a professional team to handle that website and handle orders and handle shipping and handle all this stuff. But no, apparently not. They don't have a good team. Because, you know, they take the money and they make you wait another two weeks and then they just wait, make you wait another whatever, how long it takes for your item to be shipped to wherever you want it to be. That's, uh, and with no indication, of course. Perfect. Fucking Perfect. That's that's just me rant, ranting about it. It's it's just something that I just don't 
like coming from a company um, where they just you know they take them take your money but they don't tell you you know you have to you have to find out on your own um, I mean they tell they tell you in advance that you know you're supposed to you know you're supposed to you know know you know where you know they they send an email saying okay we want you to check your account details and we want want to you to check your shipping date because we're going to be charging you on this date okay we're just telling you but then when they do take it they don't actually most other websites would send you a confirmation email saying that they have taken payment for a product that you've ordered but they don't do that if they do, they're gonna be doing it quite a while later. And when are they gonna? Sh- and of course, when are they gonna ship it? They don't actually really tell you. I mean, from what I'm, what I'm hearing from like uh, other people, they're just saying, "Hey, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be shipped two weeks after after your payment has been cleared." Why don't you just ship it as the fucking payment's cleared? You got my money. What are you gotta do with it? You gotta go down to the pub. You know, honestly, it's it's anyway. Okay, I've gotta stop ranting about first four figures, and I'm just gonna have to fucking play the waiting game like I've been playing it for fucking years. You know, the waiting game. Apparently, I'm a fucking master at the waiting game. So many things I've waited for over the years. And of course, the prime one would be, of course, Duke Nukem Forever for a lot of people. If anyone can uh, uh, survive enough to actually wait for Duke Nukem Forever for over 12 years, then they are hardcore. So, there. Uh, But, uh, no, first four figures, they've definitely just... You know, just go. They 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 just faffing around, really. I mean, I mean, would you want a company to just faff around with your order? You know, I mean, no. I would I would expect you know if if a product is if a product is released if a product is coming out for release then I would have it at least in a good span of time, not two weeks later after it's released. That's ridiculous. You know, that's the whole emphasis of pre-ordering. So that way you got it first before everyone else. I think the, the whole I think the whole concept of pre-order has just gone da- you know, gone, gone down the toilet and whenever and of course that, this is the reason why people don't like pre-ordering anymore because it's broken promises. You know, that's why not many people like pre-ordering from my store anymore, you know. Because for the emphasis of, like, they don't get their shit on time. You know. And it's true. I mean, this week alone, we didn't have any pre-orders. You know, uh, we didn't have... We had a couple of pre-orders for a couple of new releases this week. And we didn't get any new releases on the Thursday beforehand to have ready for the Friday release. Hello! I know, yes, they're not very big titles like Mario Mario Sports Stars and 
Mario Mario Donkey Kong uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong Mini Mini Land Bugger Up or something like that. I don't know, but still, people have ordered it. People expected to be there on the day, not not two days later. You know, not two days after release, not a day after release. They want it on the day. Ugh. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. So yeah. Uh, so do a music, a small musical break, and I haven't played this track for a good long while, and it's a very, very cool track. It's um, it's uh, victims of science with the device has been modified, and this is a, um, obviously this is from uh, Portal. This is a remix of kind of like uh, Gladys, kind of like um, uh, quotes from Portal. Uh, it's done in this cool techno kind of like beat, uh, you know, techno dance beat, and it's a very cool. It's a very cool track. I haven't played this for a while. It's version two of the soundtrack, so it's uh, of uh, it's version two of the song. So it's uh, the uh, the little bit, you know, it's uh, the extended version as such. So uh, enjoy this. I'll be back in a few moments with uh, a Turbo First Impression revisited. I believe. So, enjoy this, and I'll be back very shortly on Turbo Drive Live only on Sonic Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Enrichment Center. Hello, and welcome to the Enrichment Center. Hello, your specimen has been processed. Hello. Your specimen has been processed. Hello, your specimen has been processed. Hello, and we are now ready to begin the test proper. The device has been modified. It's murder, but 
It's time for Turbo's First Impressions here on Sega Sonic Radio. And of course, it's a Turbo's First Impressions Revisited. And uh, yes, I am still here. Thank you, Gladys. Or why the tyrants is. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, apparently I've been spoiling Dark Overlord with uh, awesome music this week, so which is good. Uh, because I like to spoil people. It's like they, they, they like to have. Good music, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, Turbo Source Impressions this week. I'm going to be very quick um, with it. Uh, I don't know if I did this uh, before on the Turbo Source Impressions, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, I was playing, or well, I wasn't playing, but uh, of course, I got back Project Zero, uh, the first one on PlayStation uh, Two. Me, I totally love Project Zero. Uh, I believe Project Zero is possibly possibly one of the best um, uh, games on the system. And who do we have here? Yes, uh, apparently we're getting a visit by the cat. Glorious. Sp- speaking of which, uh, was it uh, was it Hogfather's uh, merch kitty was sick today? But he's fine now. That's good. Oh, and here he is. Hello, Seamus. What are you doing? Yes. And the sacrifice of my blinds to fucking work. Come on. There we go. Uh, Silly things. Anyway. Uh, Be sure to make it fine. Anyway. Moving on. Um, Project Zero, yes. Right, Project Zero. I've been playing, but I was, I kind of got back into that. I kind of got back into the series again. Although, personally, the only games that I liked in the Project Zero series was Project Zero, the original, and Project Zero 3, The Tormented, uh, also known as Fatal Frame in the States, if you're kind of confused as what to uh, what the hell I am talking about. So, Fatal Frame and Fatal Frame 3, The Tormented. And I kind of got back into Fatal Frame 3, or Project Zero 3, um, by influence of a... A complete newbie of 
Project Zero 3, but obviously not too much of a newbie of the other games, like Project Zero 2 particularly. And everyone keeps saying that Project Zero 2 is the best one. I personally don't think the second one is any good. I I think that the story of the second one is just very, very bland. I mean, it's just two sisters go to a wood, uh, go to, you know, go uh, our go to the woods, they get lost, they get put into this, you know, they get put into this village that's apparently cursed, and shit happens, you know. And it's like, that's not really much of a concept. I mean, fair enough, it does, it did have its scare moments, but so does Project Zero 3. And Project Zero 3 is even worse, uh, is even better with um, the horror element, because it's, you know, it had more, you know, it it had more scares and it, it had a much much deeper storyline. It wasn't the whole emphasis of oh this part this character has gone to this place and now you have to go in to find said character in this place and rest you know try to rescue and whatnot like the first one. But it's nothing like that. Um, Project Zero Three takes place well is the third in the original PS2 trilogy and with. The third one in the game, they want to tie up the ends of all the other characters from the other games. So it ha- it mentions uh, obviously in Project Zero Three, you're playing a character called Ray, who um, uh, had a car accident uh, along with her fiance Yu, and Yu sadly died in the car- uh, in the crash, and Ray was you know was alive. Particularly unscratched, actually, from the opening cinematic. Um, then, several months later, uh, she's on assignment at this mansion. And then, uh, funnily enough, her assistant, who also lives with her, is um, Miku from the first game, from Project Zero. And it's like, wow. This, and that is where I think Project Zero 3 is actually better than Project Zero 2, because it reintroduces us to another character from another f- from the other game, which was the first game. Um, and how are they going to implement this? Well, of course, they implement it into a way where Ray is sucked in to this kind of like ghost, you know, a, a, a dream that revolves around this kind of like uh, this mansion that uh, was there when when she was on assignment and uh she gets haunted by this woman with tattoos and personally i think she uh, this this enemy in the game is probably a lot more scarier than any of the other enemies in the game uh, in the previous games um uh it's de- it's definitely a lot more it's definitely a lot more a- uh, atmospheric in Project Zero Three than it is in any of the other series. I mean, number t- number one, I always see as number one as a cult classic. Uh, in fact, I actually call the entire series as a cult classic. Um, but Project Zero Three definitely definitely ends the kind of like arc of what that se- what the series was all about, and. Uh, and personally, I still think that number th- number three 
was probably the best in a three-part trilogy of um, of games, really. Uh, particularly that of a survival horror genre. Um, because it it ties up all the loose... It, it kind of like brings all these characters from the previous games, or from the first and the second game, uh, taking reference excuse me, taking references from the other games as well, bringing back enemies from the previous games as well, uh, and locations as well. Uh, when I And of course, uh, you do play as Miku again uh, in, the thir- in the third game, which was which I found absolutely fantastic. And, uh, but uh, in, for the represent is actually the, um, I believe it's the uncle? Of one of the sisters who survived uh, in number two, uh, and his name's called K, and uh, he's and he's probably the most hated of the group because he's the weakest. But actually, his spirits, his spirit senses are weaker than the girls, which is obvious because guys aren't really that spiritual and play uh, spiritual. Spiritually uh, intrigued with uh, ghosts and God knows what else, but uh, but he is physical, uh, physically stronger than the two girls. But um, still, with Project Zero Three, you had three ma- you had three playable characters, each with their own strengths and weaknesses, um, uh, and you know. Uh, you know, it, it just had a, a, you know, an, and of course, it's a game that just totally ties up the entire series, entire series to that point. So yeah, it tied up all the loose ends in number one. It tied up all the loose ends in number two, and it obviously and ended the kind of like tr- that trilogy right there. But um, but no, no, it wasn't enough for te- Tecmo, and uh, Tecmo released. Um, Obviously, another Project Zero or Fatal Frame game in Japan on the Wii. And I think I've talked about this argument, I've talked about this rant, or I've done this rant before, but uh, I hate Nintendo for being the morality police. Because they currently hold the licensing to publish the game in the UK and the West in general. Like, US and... UK, and they denied it to be released on the Wii in the West. That is a pile of bullshit. An absolute fucking pile of bullshit. You know why? Because in a statement by Nintendo, or a representative of Nintendo, when the game Mad World was being released on onto the Wii, Nintendo said that they were fine for Sega to publish a game that is solely, uh, which is solely an adult rated title. Obviously, being here in the UK, it was rated 18, and of course, they also released fucking Overkill as well on the Wii. Two Wii exclusive games that were aimed at adults, and Nintendo said the Wii is aimed for all ages, so anyone can play the game. So why are Nintendo now being a fucking pansy and starting to take away the enjoyment of other people's games from over from overseas and not in allowing not allowing it to be released on the same bloody console in a different region where other people will be accepting of it and yet you don't want to do that. 
Nintendo are a bunch of pussies. The Western Nintendo, anyway. The Eastern uh, the Nintendo of Japan, they can do whatever the hell they like. And they will greenlight that. In fact, they actually are greenlighting the fifth game in the series in Japan. On the Wii. But they won't let the th- the fourth one be released here in the UK. And I know I was looking this up and apparently there has been a fan translation of the Japanese version of Project Zero and Pro- uh, Fatal Frame 4. Um, but um, it's still not good enough. I would actually like to see a fucking f- official release, thank you very much. But no, Nintendo are being dicks. Being pussies, dicks, and assholes all rolled up into one. So, really, it is a really bad uh, call from Nintendo for being such dicks to end a fr- end a series that was still very much a cult series here in the UK and in the US, particularly in the US, because it's a franchise. It's a franchise that actually still keeps, you know, kind of like a survival horror at its finest. The only other game that actually does that is obviously Dark, uh, Dead Dead Space, and Dead Space Two obviously uh, enhances the kind of like survival horror element of uh, like fear and suspense and God knows what else. But Project Zero, Project Zero, the the Zero series has has been kind of like a you know a kind of like a, a, a an Eastern kind of like beacon of survival horror because obviously the Eastern side has lost that kind of like. Uh, survival horror instinct was the Project Zero series has still kept that going it still has kept going that sense of dread and sense of fear of course battling the unknown battling spiritual entities that are not there in the physical plane and the only way you can actually uh, take uh, get you know uh, to stop them is with a camera which is not really the the best kind of like you know kind of like uh, thing ever but Seriously, really, it is absolutely atrocious how Nintendo can just one time be fine with adult-rated games. Uh, you know, adult-rated games on uh, their Wii console, but now uh, it's like. Uh, but of course, when obviously when. Mad World and Overkill were kind of like criticized uh, on their console. Apparently, when they got the rights to put Project Zero onto their consoles uh, or onto the Wii console, they said, you know what? We don't want to do this. Screw you guys. We're going home. We're going to be going home and making our family-orientated games and letting our families to be playing playing our console and keep our Nintendo alive. And we don't want to be bomb bugged bogged down by these um, adult rated kind of like uh, horror genre games it's, it's it's not right and it's like oh my god seriously <laughs> now here's another thing I, I didn't like a lot why did Tecmo go to Nintendo to, to publish the game on the on the Wii why didn't they go to anyone else? In fact, Project Zero Three here in the, here in the UK was actually published by Take Two Interactive. Yeah, the guys who make the grand or the guys who own the licenses to the Grand Theft Auto series published Project Zero Three. 
Why couldn't Tecmo do that again? Why couldn't they go back to Take Two and say, "Hey, Take Two, we got we have another Project Zero game that we would like you to publish for us." Or better yet, why couldn't te- uh, why couldn't Tecmo um, get any other developer, any other publisher to release stuff? It doesn't make sense. It does not make any sense. It it's it's crazy. Uh, oh God, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. It's it, Nintendo have really just gone. You know, the the their kind of like performance and and kind of like meeting demand of gamers have gone up and down, up and down, up and down. Sometimes yes, they can do certain things, like for example, doing the the Western translation of La- Last Window and then falling back down because uh, they won't do a Western ver- uh, Western version of the latest Project Zero game or Fatal Frame game. So. It, it kind of like flicks I would wish for... Now, of course, with uh, Dead Space, Dead Space Extraction, you know, that was a Wii exclusive game. But then they released it on PlayStation Network for the Wii most, uh, for the motion control set up there. So what Tecmo should, Tecmo should do now is make a port of the fourth game for the PlayStation 3 and have a completely new trilogy on the PS3 with PlayStation Move. It would give me a reason to play my fucking PS3 because I put, I'm playing nothing on it just now. And I was I was wet, ready and waiting to play, what was it, um, Back to the Future on it. The the new adventure game on the PS3. It's, com- it's supposed to be coming out on the PS3, but I don't find it. I can't find it. It's not on it yet. So, bull. It's absolute bull. Um, so yeah, um, anyway, I'm going, I'm, I'm going on a big tangent here, but anyway, I was talking, I was talking about the Let's Play of, uh, that inspired me to pick up Project Zero Three again, and the Let's Play is on thatguywiththeglasses.com, and it's done by someone who does it on the blog section of, um, that guy with the glasses. Now he's not really part of that guy with the glasses. He's just a random, a random guy who's doing a let's play thing of uh, Fatal Frame Three, and um, he said that he played Fatal Frame Two to death, and he has never played Fatal Frame Three before. Right. So you've not played Fatal Frame Three, but you've played previous Fatal Frames, and yet you can't grasp the concept of the third game. Dude, even I kind of like grasped the concept of the third game because I played the first one prior to it. The only thing that actually got me disoriented was the whole screen shaking thing. Uh, And it wasn't really uh, uh, like primary from... Um, what was it? Um, primary in the first game, but it was primary in the second game. So if you played the second second one to death, why can't you get the grips with the third one? Yeah. And of course, sometimes, oh dear God, he keeps on using up his seventh, uh, his seven, uh, type film, which is a, a first, a first in the pro- well. Which was a first to me, anyway. Where pro- uh, Type 7 film was actually the weakest. Was in the previous games. 
particularly in the first game, Type 14 was the weakest. Um, but no, Type 14 seems seems to be a little a lot more a lot more stronger than in the previous games. Um, but of course, the guy kept on using sevens against bo- like strong bosses, and I'm thinking, what? It, what? Seriously, you're 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 using sevens to go up against like people like ghosts like um the Kuze head priestess guy. That why? Why? Seriously, I mean that that's like going into a gun battle with a with a pen knife. Ah, oh, God. Um, but no, the ins- uh, the kind of like uh, determination that allowed that what made me want to get, um, you know, kind of like get uh, Project Zero Three was that that let's play, and I've just re- now realized why I kind of like first got rid of it, ri- uh, first got rid of it because. Uh, some of the asp- some of the things in Project Zero Three was, meh, you know, um, like the mission mode. Oh God, the mission mode! So annoying that thing. The mission mode in number three is an absolute pain in the backside, um, and some of the, some of the requirements to unlock all of the stuff. Like for example, there's a mode called Festival. That can be equipped to your camera, and what it does, it pretty much makes you god. Like it, you're not invincible, but apparently you always have a fully charged, um, you know, spirit meter. You've got full, fully charged, fully charged stones. Yeah, everything. the The whole shebang is, you know, ranked up. So that's you, like, like. You know, that's you like a Super Saiyan, pretty much. Super Saiyan of ghost voting capturing things. Pretty much kill anything in one hit. Pretty much. So, yeah. Which is crazy. And frankly, I thought the game was easy and was bad enough with infinite ammo. Yeah. But no, being able to have, like, one shot kills instantly, you know, as soon as you whip out the camera, it's crazy. Really crazy. Anyway. Um. And of course, trying to complete the ghost list as well in the third one is absolutely crazy because uh, it starts off small, but then once you completed it first time around, it it goes up to like 200, and it's crazy because you have to take photographs of all the wandering ghosts that wander the corridors as well, and some of them are in really annoying places, like under under the stairs, and you have to be you have to be at a right angle to be able to take the capture of the cat uh, of the little girl that's under the stairs and obviously it becomes really annoying um anyway uh I have been going on too much but uh yeah Project Zero Three and I had to find it on eBay ugh for 20 for 26 pounds I got it which uh, is half of the price that I paid for it when it first came out yeah because I paid full I, I think I paid full price for it which was like 40 quid or something like that, and by God, paying £26 for it again, it's crazy. 
you know. And of course, it's not it's not gonna have a good trade-in value at all, you know, uh, at work. So, uh, yeah, because a it's a PS2 game and b it's like blah. But anyway, um, wonder what this is. Mazes, Mazes uh, showed something. Ah, uh, yes. Um. Um. Ah. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> A Dreamcast T-shirt, lovely. Very lovely. Uh. Cool. Uh. Anyway, I am. Well out of time, well over the limit, so uh, yeah, I should be ending the show now. Uh, right. So yeah, if I have repeated about Project Zero Three before, then sorry, I just thought it'd be something to mention anyway. So right, with uh, the ending of the show, I will be giving you uh, this now. Um, the request for tonight from the only, the only request for uh, tonight is uh, Chaos Angel Act 3 from Sonic Advance 3 probably, possibly one of the most underrated Sonic Advance game uh, advanced games for the series so um, enjoy this to end your night of Turbo Drive Life Goodness don't forget uh, there is the Realm of Awkward Banter later tonight at midnight uh, UK time and of course uh, don't forget to check out all the uh, weekends entertainment here on Sega Sonic Radio and of course the week after as well so enjoy your uh, enjoy your week guys enjoy your weekend and I will see you same time same place only on Sega Sonic Radio Turbo Drive Live hosted by me Turbo yeah ding so Enjoy Chaos Angel Act 3, and I'll see you all next week, 8 p.m., Friday, on Sonic Radio. Right. Take care, people. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. I'm off to, sh- I'm off to catch some ghosts. Yay. On film. Mm-hmm.
because John the uh, VG Nerd has just mentioned this on the IRC chat room, I'm just going to say this. Happy birthday, John, uh, For and have a happy 20th uh, birthday there. Because he's just mentioned it in the IRC chat room, and I thought, might as well mention it just now, because he just mentioned it now. Yeah. So, happy birthday, John, and uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Triple Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.